Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is all about the hunter. The hunter is another class from the advanced class guide, meaning it is a hybrid class, a combination of two parent classes. This time it is a combination of the ranger and the druid. Which... Two classes that nobody likes to play. Terrible classes where they need to be replaced. <laughs> I, I like them sometimes. Yeah, no, the best. I, I love them actually. <laughs> oh God, you're being sarcastic. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> <laughs> you think I would have learned by now? Get on my level, <laughs> Christian. <laughs> but, all right. So the ranger and druid, they weren't exactly the most different classes to begin with. They already had. They both had the nature theme. They both had the animal companion, and they both had the divine spell casting from the nature list. So they weren't really different classes. So that that was my main concern going into hunter. When they announced it, I was like, ah, Druid and Ranger, so it's just, like, the same thing, really, right? Uh, they do manage to carve out a small niche for it. Hunter's big thing is actually with the Animal Companion. They're going to have the strongest Animal Companion compared to any other class. So let's just jump into it. Let's look at their class abilities and see what they can do differently than their parent classes. What they can do better, what they can do worse. Something they have that's interesting, it's kind of only, uh... Only required by certain classes is an alignment restriction. They're restricted to being neutral. They have to have neutral somewhere in their name. So whether it's lawful neutral or chaotic neutral, they got to have neutral somewhere. Neutral good, neutral evil, and true neutral. Just... So hunters have that alignment restriction just because of the nature aspect of them, and that's why the druids have it too. I don't know lore-wise exactly why that is, but you have to kind of care about nature so you can't be like super polarized in one way or the other in your alignment. Right. Uh, they have a D8 hit dice. Meaning they're one of those in-between classes. Which is good because you, you have another body taking damage for you, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they get six points a level. And they have a lot of class skills. Uh, this is a lot like Ranger. Ranger gets six skill points a level, but they have a few more class skills, I believe, than the Ranger. Cool. Three-fourths B.A.B., which is okay because, again, they have a companion doing damage as well. And they got spells and stuff. They got two good saves, fortune, reflex. But because they scale off a of wisdom for their spells, uh, their, their, their will save is kind of improved by this. It's uh, compensated. Right. They're not going to have a great will save, but because they can't dump wisdom, they're going to have at least. They're going to need at least a 14 or a 16 in wisdom to be able to cast all their spells. So they're not going to be completely lacking in the will save department. So they, kind of, they have two good saves and an okay save. And this is identical to the Ranger when it comes to the saves. The Ranger is the exact same way. It's high fort, high reflex, bad will, but they scale off of wisdom with their spells as well. Right. Their proficiency with all simple and martial weapons, light and medium armor, and shields. But just like the Druid, they can't wear metal armor. So if you want to wear like a breastplate, you have to make it out of uh, steel wood or whatever that stuff dark is called. Wood. No, dark Is it dark wood? Iron wood, something like that. Whatever. It's a wood thing that's like metal. But it's just, wood. But it's wood. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about their spell casting. So they're kind of those nature casters. It's technically divine spells, but they have a lot of the nature-themed spells on their spell list. Their spell list itself is a combination of the druid spell list and the ranger spell list. You literally just take those two spell lists and smash them together with the caveat that if a spell appears on both lists... Uh, you take whichever one is lower level. Yeah. So, for example, Gravity Bow, I think, is a level 2 or 3 druid spell. Gravity Derp. And it's a level 1 ranger spell. 
So Gravity Bow would be a level one spell for a hunter, which is nice. And they automatically get to know all summon nature's ally spells. Uh, they scale off of wisdom for their spell casting, and they're spontaneous casters, meaning that they learn a few spells that they know, and they can cast them a lot of times per day, but they can't prepare any spell they know at the beginning of the day. Right. But like Caleb said, they throw every summon nature's ally spell at the appropriate level onto their list. So let's talk about, let's get into the meat. What, what do these guys get when they level up? Level one, these guys actually get a couple, these guys, it's actually one thing. This guy actually gets uh, a couple things in level one that makes him kind of a better class to, to begin uh, a campaign with. So why don't we go ahead and get into that. The first thing they get is the animal companion. This is, the, this is one of the big things about the class. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm picking, the, I mean, if you have a combination of a druid and a ranger, you better freaking have an animal companion. It better be a good one, too. <laughs> I'm not waiting until level 4 for this thing. I want it now. <laughs> so they get the animal companion at level 1, and they treat their hunter level like their druid level, meaning that they have a full strength animal companion right off the bat from level 1. Field mice go. Yeah, you can get a swarm of them. I think that's an archetype, probably. So, now this isn't just an animal companion. Looking at this right here, you'd be like, oh, whatever, they get druid animal companions. But actually... This animal companion is going to end up being better than every other animal companion in the game for two reasons. Uh, we're going to look at two of their class abilities, animal focus and our hunter's tactics, which allow them to increase the power of their animal companion and scale with it better. Uh, something else that is unique to the hunter is that their animal companion level, if they multi-class into another class, like say you multi-class into cavalier, which says you, know, you get a horse, uh, you get a mount, and its level counts as your druid level. You can stack the two classes and just make your hunter pet stronger. So instead of having two weaker pets, you can just have one full-strength pet, which makes multi-classing with this class a lot easier. So I get a, 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 just a swarm of field mice to carry a chair, kind of like I'm on parade, and that's my mount. <laughs> exactly. Ha-ha! <laughs> Come at me, bro! If you want to do that, this is that class. They get all the normal companion stuff. You get, like, druid. They can share spells with their animal companion, cast spells of the range of personal on them as long as they touch them. They, they get the empathetic link. They get spell sh- you know, all that normal stuff. They become besties. Yeah. <laughs> Nature training. Uh, they count as both druid and ranger for prerequisites. Pretty obvious that if this wasn't here, I'd shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that just has to be there. I can't think of any feats at the top of my head that they would want to take for this. Probably stuff involving the animal companion and probably stuff involving... Maybe favorite enemies, favorite terrains. But, you know, you're both a druid and a ranger when it comes to that. So you can pick those feats. They get Wild Empathy, which is on druids, and I'm not sure if it's on. Is it on the... I think it's on Hunter. Ranger. Ranger. Whoa. I think it's on Ranger. I believe so. Anyway, uh, it's another one that's obvious that comes through. This is where you can use diplomacy to change the attitude of animals. It's pretty much like, hey, I'm good with animals. I don't need to use handle animal. I can be like, hey, you're nice to me now. <laughs> and now the field mice is feeding you his his cheese. And you feel like a big jerk because you already ate earlier. You don't really even like cheese that yeah. much. You're lactose intolerant. You're doing it out of guilt. There goes that chaotic, e- that uh, that neutral evil <laughs> <laughs> hunter out here. But you can use diplomacy with animals. This is expected. Now the last thing they get at level one is called animal focus. This, this isn't very big. We can just skip this one. You're right. All right. So next is they get nature training. Wait, <laughs> we mentioned that. No, they get animal focus. This shit's awesome. This is their other really important mechanic that um, is very unique to them. So, right off the bat, uh, for a minute a level, as a swift action, you can take on an aspect of an animal. 
And what that means is that you get a buff. You activate the swift action, and you choose one of the animals from the list, one of the animal aspects from the list they give you. Bat, bear, bull, falcon, frog, monkey, whatever. You pick one as a Don't swift... forget mouse. Mouse, yes. <laughs> <laughs> my field mice, my field mice uh, lawful evil hunter I'm making out here. <laughs> you, you pick one of them as a swift action, and for one minute, up to one minute a level you get a bonus of some sort to yourself. You either get plus two to a physical attribute, like constitution, strength, or dexterity. You Which get, is awesome. Yeah. Like, super cool. And this is at level one. You're getting an enhancement bonus, which My is gosh. pretty good. Uh, you get plus four on certain skill checks. Like, a falcon will give you a plus four on perception checks. Oh, what's this? The mouse gives you evasion? Like a like, rogue. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The best thing. I, I'm so happy I picked them. So mouse. when they shoot fireball at your chair, you don't catch on fire. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> my chair stands. <laughs> they, they get a lot of small bonuses like this. They can also get scent, and they can get dark vision, and they can get a bonus to their move speed. Be careful where you use that scent one, I'm telling you. The bathhouse, not the place to use it, let me <laughs> tell you. Well, I mean, you have a... Sw- is it really worse than the swarm of mice carrying your chair? Hey, everybody loves those mice. They're adorable. <laughs> but do they love the way they smell? Hey, listen. Why do you think I'm in the bathhouse? I clean them every day. <laughs> the really cool thing about this is when you level up at certain uh, points... For each one, it's different. Uh, you get uh, it kind of the bonuses increase. For example, you know, at level one, if you pick the bull, you get a plus two enhanced bonus to strength. Well, at level eight, it goes up to plus four, and at level fifteen, it goes up to plus six. That's a lot. So all of them go up one step at level eight, and then the next ones all go up uh, one more step at fifteen. So the uh, evasion one would it starts at evasion, and then at level twelve, this one's a little different. It becomes improved evasion, so they can have improved evasion. Right now, like I said, uh, this they can do it one minute per level. They have to be in one minute intervals, but they don't have to be consecutive. So you know, one fight you activate it as a swift action, you get the buff. You know, you wait that minute out, fight's over. Next fight, you know, you're level two. You can do it next fight, swift action. You got a minute of whatever bonus you choose. Let me tell you something that kind of bothers me. Listen, I understand as GMs, we're supposed to, like, craft the world. It's supposed to be super cool. We're supposed to think of all these things. But, you know, there's, like, a limit. I can't keep track of the freaking moon cycle. I can't keep track of 15 million things. Freaking wolf, if you have that, the range, you get the sensibility. The range doubles if the opponent is upwind and is halved if the opponent is downwind. Now I've got to track where the wind is at all times? <laughs> Give me a break over I here. Mean, yes, I already categorized my enemies by smell <laughs> and strength of smell. <laughs> But now I need to know they're up or downwind? Let me pull out my folders categorized by smell. <laughs> like, now I have to make sure my BBEG is always standing downwind. <laughs> so this isn't the only... So this isn't just a buff to themselves. It's already pretty cool. They can also apply this buff to their animal companion, and it has no um, restriction on how long it lasts. At the beginning of the day, you pick one of these... You apply it to your animal companion. You can switch it around, but you just you always have one of these on your animal companion. And that's one of the reasons why this animal companion is always going to be better than other animal companions. It's either going to always have that bonus of strength, constitution, or dexterity. It's always going to be better at certain skill checks. It's going to always have evasion or improved evasion or things like that. You can give an animal that doesn't usually have scent, scent. Yeah, don't give your wolf scent. That's <laughs> or it my mice. I'm gonna give them evasion. <laughs> there you go. Now they can avoid the mice. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta find a way to get the chair evasion. <laughs> now, th- like I said, this is a swift action, which this is actually important because the hunter doesn't have anything competing for the swift action slot. This is like the only thing they do that's a swift action. So this action economy wise is amazing. 
you know, just the beginning of the fight, you cast a spell as a standard action to buff yourself, you buff yourself with your animal focus, and then next turn you're ready to wreck face with your animal companion. Mm-hmm. Uh, to note, we'll mention it later, again, at level 8, but at level 8, you can activate two of these at once. Hoorah! And then you can permanently have two of them active on your animal companion. Also, a small... Wait, wait, if I can't... If my, if my swarm of mice... If I give them all wolf scent, do they all have the scent ability? So if I fail, I can make the check like 50 times? <laughs> Just give it to me, D- GM. You know I'm going to get it. Statistically, there's no way I can't get this. <laughs> well, let's do everything by the statistical mean. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm giving them all frog and they're jumping everywhere. <laughs> they are just going to be like, it's going to be like, You're gonna, it's going to be like, gonna be like Egypt in, up in here. It's going to be like a plague. <laughs> but the coolest plague you've ever seen. You'd be like, that's one fresh plague. <laughs> It is so on point. <laughs> <laughs> now, this weird stipulation they put on in here is that if your animal companion happens to die for any reason, that animal focus that was permanent on them, you could put it on yourself until you get a new animal companion. So now I'm like a giant grasshopper. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. This this opens up to some cheese where you take a level one dip into Hunter and you just murder your animal companion. <laughs> You're neutral evil, and then just so you get that permanent buff. There and there's some uh, archetypes that have some cheesy ones like fast healing you can get. No, that's possible, but I'm not saying I suggest that. That's kind of weird and metagamey. <laughs> right. I definitely wouldn't recommend if you're continuing to get levels in this because you're, you need your companion to give you yeah. more than just the bonuses. Because we haven't even gotten to everything that the companion gets. We're still at level one, uh, bro. Let's, let's go to level two. Fine. What, what do we get? Well, Christian, come on down and let me tell you what you get. Hi, in curtain number one, you get precise companion. You can outflank or precise shot as a bonus feat. If you get outflank, it's coming to your pet as well because it's teamwork feat. Uh, in case you don't know, precise shot is where if you shoot at someone with a ranged weapon and they're engaged in melee, you don't take a penalty. Pretty much an auto grab if you use range. Yeah, I've used, I personally give everyone precise shot for free in my campaigns because it's one of those feet taxes, I feel. So I find it nice that just like with the Brawler, where they ignore the int requirements for feats, they're also giving these kind of needed feats to the other advanced class uh, advanced class guide classes, like the Hunter. And it's level 2, means like you are practically giving it to them. Yeah, it's basically. Uh, outflank is a teamwork feat. Where if you and someone with this teamwork feat are flanking someone, instead of getting a plus two, you get a plus four to your attack rolls. Which is, uh, this is actually really good to get level two, because normally to take this, you need six base attack bonus. Which the hunter doesn't get to level eight. So you're getting this strong feat six levels early. And then you automatically share that with your animal companion. This is, this is really good. Yeah, I like it. And it's just to help you work with your animal companion. The whole idea is that you're this person, you have your animal companion, you're supposed to be working together. So, you know, if you've got a bird harrying someone, you don't accidentally shoot your bird. And if you're flanking someone with your... Explodes (laughs) in a feather. And then you get stronger because you take its animal focus. (laughs) (laughs) Make it look like an accident and then claim the insurance. Wait, don't you have precise shot? No. (laughs) I chose outflank. And then outflank, where if you got your Great Dane animal companion, you're on the other side of an enemy with a great axe, you're chopping them up better. It's just to help you to work with your animal companion even more effectively. But that's not all. If you call in the next ten minutes, you also get track, where you uh, add half your level to follow tracks. Uh, I'll just take the other one, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Rangers get track two. This is uh, one of the more boring class abilities, but if you need to follow tracks, just like the Ranger gets this, the Hunter gets this as well, you're a little better at tracking people with survival. It's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of boring. But it's free, so you can't complain. I can. Watch me. <laughs> My mice, they don't need to track. Listen, have you seen a mice in a maze? I don't need tracking. All <laughs> I, right. I, you I, just, just make sure that my big bad evil guy has cheese it, no, and I will find him. That's why you take precise shots. You tie a piece of cheese to your arrow and then shoot him with it. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, every good GM has like a couple things where you see your big bad evil guy, but you don't actually have fight, you know, kill him yet. So the first time you go, get it on his shoe, make it itty be like a mouse sized arrow, give it to the mouse, let him shoot it, give him precise <laughs> shots, lands on there, we will always know where he is. Scry, I don't need you. I'm level two, and I know where he is at all times. <laughs> the, the rogue's over there lathering his blade and poison. You're sitting there digging your arrow into some Swiss cheese <laughs> to, to make it smell nice. It's so convenient. The holes are already there. <laughs> all right, so we leveled up to level three. What do we get? You get hunter tactics, and this is another definitive ability of the hunter. It's kind of similar to Inquisitor. At third level, you give all of the teamwork feats you have to your animal companion for free, and they don't need to meet the prerequisites of those uh, teamwork feats. Noise. Real noise. <laughs> so, you know, take any... There's a, I can't even go through all the teamwork feats there are. And the only reason teamwork feats are ever useful is when you get them for free, like the Inquisitor and now like the Hunter, or like the Cavalier giving them to people. There's, there's just a lot of really useful ones. They already gave you at flank, which is one of the better ones, but there's a lot of other ones. Precise strike, where you deal more damage when you're flanking with someone. Um, coordinated maneuvers, you got a higher combat maneuver defense when you're standing next to them. All the stuff that you do with your animal companion. You I mean your teammates could also take these feats if they wanted and get the use out of them because you got like a lot of bodies on the field with these feats. So right. you know they don't just have to be next to you; they can also be next to the animal companion. Everyone runs uh, hunters. And now we're all just helping each other yeah. out. I was just thinking that would be a really good party. Like, have, like, you know, Inquisitors, and then have Cavaliers. Just have them all one party, and they have all these teamwork feats, and they're sharing them with each other. And it's just, like, all these pets and things. What do you mean? Just... I am a Cavalier. I remember I leveled one Hunter, and then I got my mice mount. That's all I needed. I'm already, I'm a Cavalier and a Hunter. <laughs> Pay attention. So not only do they get to share all their teamwork feats with their animal band, but they also get some teamwork feats for free. Uh, they get... At level three, they just get a teamwork feat in addition to as a bonus feat. It's yours just for ordering. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you do have to meet the prerequisites though, so you have to sign that waiver. Make sure you know that's right, you're, that's right. you're liable for all these things. And you do get a new one every three levels. Now, what's cool is that you uh, these are kind of flexible teamwork feats. Uh, the most recent teamwork feat you've Gosh, gotten... Gosh, Inquisitor much? Yeah, yeah, like... They could do classes, Paizo. Wow. Dude, you're stepping on my game. This is so <laughs> thinly veiled Inquisitor. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing here. You can't pull this past me. As, as a standard action, you could switch the most recent teamwork feat you've gotten for another teamwork feat that you meet the prerequisites for. So now you're really versatile as well as being pretty powerful. And attractive. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, like I said, this is the most recently gotten one. Voice. So, like, once you hit level 6 and you get the second teamwork feat, that first teamwork feat gets cemented in and mm-hmm. you can't change it. So make sure you pick one that you really want to stick with for a while before you get the new one. With this standard action switch, you can only do that a number of times per day equal to your wisdom modifier. So, again, you just need some wisdom. You're going to have 14 or 16 already, so you can do it 2 to 3 times a day. You slap on your headband of wisdom, you know, 3 to 4 times a day. Now, they get a lot more stuff. Hunters get a lot more stuff after this level. 
But none of it is really that cool, which is one of my complaints about Hunter. Like, after this, you've really gotten all your cool stuff, and the rest is kind of like, eh, okay, that's cool. So level four, what we get? Level four, we get improved empathetic link. Empathic? Empathic? Empath- empath- uh, empathetic. I, I, say, I say empathetic. I always thought it was empathetic, but it's spelled E-M-P-A-T-H-I-C. Empathic? Empathic, you got it. Is Bam. That, is that how Done. Mystery it? solved. Good job, Scooby-Doo crew. <laughs> This is like you get with, uh, if you're like a summoner and you get with your... Uh, Edelon? Edelon. You know that perfectly balanced I'm probably class. pronouncing that wrong as well. Oh, well th- that's, I don't care, because that's how <laughs> I pronounce it too. Um, but you don't have to worry about like, I can only see it through his eye for 30 seconds. Uh, you get it for like forever. And it's only a swift action. Yeah, you can see through your animal's eyes as a swift action. What's really weird is like they have to like, well, how do you end it? It's a free action. Isn't that kind of weird? Like they have to... No, I really like that they specify it, because I just realized... You could do some cheesy stuff with that, like put your animal companion, if it's a bird, fly it above the battlefield. You look above the battlefield as a swift action, and then you see your enemies behind cover, like they're hiding, and you see them, and then you end it as a free action and continue your turn knowing where the enemies now are. You could do some cheesy stuff like that because it's only a swift action. That is competing with the animal focus, but just don't do it on turn one of a fight. The hunter themselves is effectively blinded while maintaining the empathic link. So, like, if someone comes up to you, they'll just be like, haha, stab, sneak attack, stab, sneak attack. You'll be like, oh, God, this hurts so much. <laughs> Carve out your eyes. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, no, that's, where, that's where I have my mice form an, a hard outer shell. I become like an M&M. <laughs> you have to get past the candy-coated shell before you can get inside the gooey center. <laughs> what M&Ms are you eating that are gooey? <laughs> oh, it <that> sounds terrible. <laughs> what, in your pocket? <laughs> Why do you think my hands always brown when I come out of my pocket, Christian? <laughs> There's a lot. There were a lot of theories about why that was, and this is one of the least probable. <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, that's cool. You get at level four. It's not like really great, and other classes can do it. Like the summoner, I think the druid can do something similar to this, or at least there's a spell that mimics it. Level five. Another. What? You get nothing else at level four? That's it. Oh, that's lame. You get your attribute. I score. guess we got a lot of cool stuff at level one. So. Yeah, I mean they already have a lot of stuff. You're right. Like they got the I double. Want more. <laughs> it's not enough. But well, you get the next. What do people with What do people with feats want? More feats. <laughs> All right. What do we get? Level five. Woodland Stride. Yay! It's from Druid. You know what this Druid and Ranger get it. It's obvious that the hunter gets it. They get it at level 5. You can move through difficult terrain. That's nature-themed. That's not magical without any sort of encumbrance. Snore, whatever. Yeah, you know. I never thought that... I always... This is a useful thing, but it's always up to the DM to put stuff like briars and overgrown areas in the game to make use of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, it's not that exciting. It's just, you know, something they get that's thematic to them. And it could be useful if you cast... If you, like, I don't know. If you're the evil guy... You obviously grow these things in your evil lair right. so that you can walk through them and the enemy. Al- the and they're evil can. themselves because it's an evil thing. Like, I mean, the evil. Yeah, That's yeah. why I have my mice. They go through it like it's nothing. Exactly. <laughs> I was driving my mice, riding up on it. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, your animal companion gets it too, so don't worry about that. And, uh, and then level six, you get nothing, but you get your bonus teamwork feat. Yeah, true. You get and we have to remember levels. that through this whole thing, you get more and more spells. True. They do get spellcasting, and it's pretty good spellcasting up to... Si- oh, I forgot to mention. Up to six-level spellcasting. They don't get up to nine, level nine. Like druids, they get up to level six. Mm-hmm. Which is the perfect in-between between level four and level nine spellcasting. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Level seven. Oh, my God. This is so exciting. Well, I got level seven. Oh, Are my God. Ready? I'm so excited. You have just finally... We finally got through our first... We killed the cat. It, it's <laughs> done. 
It's done. We went through his lair mm-hmm. of vines yeah. in the bar. We had my little mice went through. They defeated him. And it was very scary because my mice were very scared. They were intimidated. But we got him. We killed him. You just leveled up the level 7 from him. You got enough XP. Bam! Bonus trick! All right. Real talk. Who keeps track of tricks? Raise your hand. I hope none of you raised your hand. <laughs> you raise your hand. Get out! <laughs> tricks. All right. So if you don't follow the real rules for Animal Companions, the way it works is that you have a certain number of tricks that you teach your Animal Companion. It's like... You teach him to heal, you teach him to attack, you teach him to fetch. Yeah. No one keeps track of that, honestly. You can if you're in, like, a super serious campaign. There's nothing wrong with that. But personally, I think it's really boring to keep track of tricks. And uh, this isn't even anything good. You get one additional trick. So now they know how to, like, I don't... It limits your players. Do do a barrel roll. I don't know. It limits your players because players will say, I want my animal companion to do this. Oh, he doesn't know this trick. You want to let him do whatever cool thing they thought of. And, like, you're supposed to be making checks and stuff for it, but it bogs down the game, and it's a lot of extra knowledge to know. And this is so stupid to get at level 7, I think, anyway. But, you know, if you're someone that keeps track of tricks, well, your animal companion's now better than everyone else's animal companion because he could fetch two more slippers than everyone else. (laughs) Well, level eight, you get a uh, second animal focus. This, this is another big power spike. This is I've got like you want to get to level eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can apply two at once as part of your swift action, and now your animal companion can have two on them permanently. Mm-hmm. A note: if your animal companion dies when this is in effect, you still only get one. So don't think of the getting to level eight and then murdering your mice <laughs> <laughs> just to get their power. It, it, you still just get one. I've been trying to murder my life, my mice since level two, but there's so many. I just can't stop can't giving them evasion. <laughs> but they're so cool and they hop around. I can't. I had to give them the frog. All right. So also at level eight, you get another really fun ability, Swift Tracker. You know, you're going to track in at eighth level. You can track using survival. Have you tracked a couple no- times at normal speed at only uh without a penalty. I've used tracking a couple times. I can't remember any time I was like, well, you're going half speed now. Like, it never really seemed to factor into anything. Yeah, I mean, I factor it in, but I'm not, like, sitting there calculating, like, the BBEG can fly 400 feet per second as a falcon, so he's gotten this far away, and the PCs can track at half speed, so they're going 15 feet per round. You just gave me this thing where, like, he... He like he was at like he was bad at being a druid and or a hunter and he kept like messing up. So now not, he's not stuck as a cat, but every like five days he just randomly turns into something else. So like now he's a falcon. He's like, dang damn it, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> like I'm gonna fly. Oh my dog, and I'm thirty feet in the air. Great, this is gonna. Why well, can't I be a cat again? They always land at their feet. So they can move at full speed without taking the normal minus five you do while tracking. And if they try to move up to twice the normal speed while tracking, they take a minus ten instead of a minus twenty. Whoop-de-doo. Um, at level 8, you probably have, I think, scrying by now, so who gives a sh**? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm biased against this. Maybe this is more useful than I take it. I feel like this has a I mean, better... not, every, not every party has a wizard in it. True. I feel like, the, like if you don't have that ability, and if it's a lower fantasy campaign, I think this is really useful, tracking people. Or, you know, maybe they have like non-detection or something on them, so the divination doesn't work. Then this could be very useful. So I shouldn't be so mean about it. Mini pants. What do we get at level 9? Nothing. Another... another, another um... Oh, right. Teamwork. You're right. They get another teamwork via level 9. So now you got two cemented in teamwork feats. (laughs) And then you got one of your flexible teamwork feats. At level 10, you get Raise Animal Companion. And this is a spell-like ability. Uh, You just get the spell, Raise Animal Companion as a spell-like ability. And it doesn't list any sort of restriction on how many times you can use it. So I assume it's just like, you know, bringing back the life. I had the spell you used once in my campaign, 
Am I correct in remembering that your companion comes back with a permanent negative level? I think there's a stipulation. So uh, this Raise Animal Companion is actually written kind of weird. So it says that you get Raise Animal Companion as a spell-like ability. Raise Animal Companion is like Raise Dead, except it can only target animal companions. Nope, not just your own animal companion. You get you can raise any animal companion. The wording of Raise Dead says that when you raise someone from the dead, they get two permanent negative levels. But it says here in um, Raise Animal Companion that using the spell-like ability gives, a hunter a, gives the hunter a permanent negative level. I'm not sure if that is in place of the two negative levels that Raise Dead does, or if that's just in addition to the two negative levels that Raise Dead does. I, I'm, I I'm going for the addition. former. I think it's an addition. You think it's an addition? Uh, it, I think it would say instead. Maybe. I um, think it's, 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 it's in addition. This is also because this is kind of balance out that you have it as a spell-like ability. Um, well, this negative level can be overcome after... Oh, uh, this cannot be overcome by any way, but it automatically ends after 24 hours. So right. I honestly think that it is in place of... Does this, it says permanent. I'm not sure what that... Does that mean it can never be overcome? Permanent in Pathfinder means that it doesn't go away on its own. Things like greater... All right, so it can be overcome. Greater restoration, I believe, overcomes it. Okay, so... This is this is a this is a lore thing. You've you've created a real big bond with your companion because you're going to be taking some downsides to raising it instead of just getting a new one. And then again, it's not just your animal companion. If you got that whole team of hunters, you can raise their animal companions as well. Or if you got a, druid, and we can all be underpowered. If the cavaliers' um, horse dies, then you can raise it back. Listen, from the I have named each and every one of those mice, and I will raise each of them if I have to. <laughs> this one is cool. I play. I, I like. I'm really getting into the world when I play, so I really like this one you get at level 11. It may not be the coolest, most uh, useful thing when it comes to like game mechanics, but I love it. It's uh, Speak with Master, the Animal, can- animal Canyon, Ken Cone King. The Animal Companion can speak to the hunter. And that's pretty cool. Um, as if and by the way, after I got this, I got rid of all of my mice because they wouldn't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all I did was complain about how heavy the chair was and how oh hot the fireballs were. <laughs> like, come on. Oh, my God. Why do all our enemies smell like cheese? I'm hungry. Give it to us. I'm dying. <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's a cool. It's, a, it's cool. I like it. The Animal Companion, it's as if you're using a common language, but other people can't understand what you're saying to each other. So you just look at your baboon animal companion, and you're like, and he's like, and then everyone else is like, what the flawless impression of a baboon? Should we, like, kill them? Are they insane? (laughs) Is Cthulhu the final boss? What just happened? (laughs) Did they break their psyche? I'm confused. And then they use comprehend language, and you're like, yeah, bugs do taste all right sometimes. (laughs) Um, Well, we get level 12. Level 12, we get another uh, teamwork feat. Yeah, but nothing Yay. else. Than that. Well, we get level 13. A new trick. Oh, right. I forgot. Of, oh, yippee. <laughs> surprising you. But it's not like an excited surprise. It's not like, oh, yeah. Freaking forgot about the trick. Another trick for me. You were like, oh, yeah, another trick. Big freaking whoop. I'd right, so, get a needle in my eye. So, AKA two dead levels where you're uh, <laughs> <laughs> getting spells. Cool. It sounds like I should have just like stopped at eight. Uh, that's that's the vibe I get. But we'll talk about that at the end. Uh, so, at level fourteen, you get greater empath- empathic link. Which, Good job. thank you. <laughs> I can pronounce <laughs> pronounce things sometimes. Um, the regular 
improved empathic link was uh, you can go up to a mile uh, and see through their eyes. Now it's up to 10 miles. And if you are within one mile of your animal companion, you can now communicate with each other telepathically. And guess what? All the mice I discharged decided to stick within one mile of me. (laughs) And they still won't shut up. Because it goes both ways. (laughs) So now, and I gave them evasion, so it's not like I just burned them all out. (sighs) So what we got level 15? Another teamwork feat. Yay. I like teamwork feats. They're fun. Well, we got a little 16. The, absolutely nothing. You want to talk about a dead level. That's that's a straight dead level. You actually don't get any new things. Except you do get level... That's when you get your level 6 spells, which are the highest spells you can cast. So that's kind of cool, but otherwise don't look up forward Yay. to any... Uh, level 17. We get one with the wild. This, this sounds w- like the most thematic, awesome, level 17 high CR ability you I've can, ever heard of. You, go, you can go into any college dorm, and all the girls take their shirts off and let you record it. <laughs> it is Girls Gone Wild every day. <laughs> wow, this doesn't fit with the class at all, but I enjoy it. Whatever happened with that? <laughs> Whatever happened? Like, I used to see commercials for that late at night. The internet happened, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, they're, there's regular porn. Why did I have to pay for this? <laughs> I don't need my DVD player. I bet that guy got sued up the wazoo. <laughs> like, giving out a shirt isn't exactly a signed contract that you can use my likeness. And why is there a bunch of mice with you when you're filming us? I'm so confused. <laughs> No, uh, tell us what it's really about, Christian. All right, so keep in mind, this is level 17. You're fighting CR 17 creatures, and that's my bias against this ability. So at level 17, whenever you have an animal focus in effect, so you got your bear, your bull, your falcon, your frog, yada, 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 monkey, whatever, you are respected or feared by other animals of the approximately same type of the active animal focus you have on. You can make a special intimidate check against them as a swift swift action. And unless magically compelled, they do not attack you or your companion. You know, for all those level 17 bears we come across. Uh, You know, we're in Reign of Winter fighting Vladimir Putin and his (laughs) bear animal companion. This would be so much better if you got it earlier in the game. Like, bonus trick. Give me this at level 9 or whatever. Well, level 7. Who a frog is? Are are there going to be frogs compelled to attack me at level seventeen? <laughs> Monkeys? I just I personally think you get this way too late to be of any use. And the special uh, intimidate action is nothing to cry home about. It's a swift action, which is cool. But listen, um, you complain, but when we go into that swamp, you'll be happy them frogs aren't going after you. <laughs> they may be tiny, but they're rainbow colored, and those are de- those are poisonous. <laughs> those are deadly. Those are deadly. They're threatening America's values. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? They were coming. They were going to come after me, and then all of a sudden, mice from the woodwork. They came out and they saved me, and now we're besties again. <laughs> it turns out they enjoy eating frog. But <laughs> like this nice little story arc we built with this guy. <laughs> but, but the check, the check for the intimidate is one d twenty plus your hunter level. Plus your charisma modifier. Charisma is one of those stats that I feel like you don't need a high one for Hunter. And, you know, optimally you wouldn't have a very high one. So you're at best getting a plus 17 to this. Which, to intimidate stuff at this level, it's what? 10 plus your hit die plus your um, wisdom modifier? Uh, That's a pretty difficult check. I mean, you get it as a swift action, so whatever, but... Again, I just feel like you should have gotten this so much earlier. Because yeah. I'm not afraid of falcons at level 17, unless it's like the thing from Lord of the Rings. No, I got like five attacks. I can shoot five arrows at once. <laughs> like, I guess this is up to GM5, because I guess like... Would so it like a flat cannon up there. Would like a rock count? Like that big <laughs> giant bird? Even then, that's like what? A CR12? Uh, I don't know. 
It, it depends on how lame. It depends on how uh, versatile the GM gets with uh, animals of approximately the same type. If he's like all of a sudden Naga count as snakes, yeah, all right, then that's cool. That's cool. Ah, uh, but Frog Hemoth has frog in the name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is of approximately the same type. Eighteen, we get another teamwork feat. Nineteen, you get another trick. Hoorah! Yeah. Uh, Level twenty capstone ability. We want to see what makes me the master of my domain. Yeah, like, what can I play- finally do with all these mice that we've become besties again with? What can I do with them? The best of the best hunters. What can they do? What can they accomplish? At level twenty, the hunter gets master hunter. This already sounds cool. A uh, master becomes a master hunter, able to track down foes with ease. She can always move at full speed when using survival to follow tracks without penalty. Whoa! Look out! No, 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 no. <laughs> Look out, BBG! I'm following your tracks at full speed. Just don't get on a horse. Wow. Okay. So this well, is no, 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 this you're... isn't it. This isn't it. That's one of the two things you get. This one's kind of cool, but it's not cool enough. It's, when preparing their it's spell- not cool at all. Shut up, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> I've had scrying since level eight. They get to pick one animal focus to be active on them all day. That Okay, so you now have three animal focuses on you at once, which now are at a plus six for the enhancement bonuses and like a plus eight for the skill checks. So, you know, you can have, you know, plus six strength, plus six con, plus six dexterity. That's intense. That's pretty... That's what made the summoner so annoying. Yeah, the and then save your belt slot for anything that's not a buff spell. And, you know, this is 20 minutes a day, so unless you're having 21-minute fights a day, this is basically permanent. This this is good, but it's. I don't think this is a great not capstone. Capstone-worthy. Like, you get a passive ability. It's not something that's like, I'm a hunter. Check out what I could do. I could shoot my animal companion out of my bow. Bam. <laughs> I'm shooting mice for days. <laughs> it's like, all right, you get another passive bonus from your class skill you've had since level one. So here's the deal. Just till now, I thought this was pretty lame. But now that I'm thinking about it, your animal aspects are leveling up with you. Yeah. So even some of the things that you don't get, at least when you reach the certain levels of 8 and 15, they're getting better. Yeah, so we're looking at plus... Eight on skill checks, plus six to your attribute attribute scores. Like a range of a hundred feet. On, oh, you get blind sense uh, up to ten feet and ninety foot dark vision. So the, the, the point is, you're getting some pretty cool things as well as getting cool spells. You're a full spellcaster, so you know it's not actually super bad. You get some lame things like the tricks and crap, but you're actually a lot of stuff is moving up with you. I think it's actually not as bad as I first thought oh, when I read I'm this. I'm not saying it's weak. It's definitely not weak. It's actually very powerful with the animal focus. I'm just saying that it's boring. Like, when you look at other people's capstones, it's like, you know, Master Assassin for Rogue. Yeah, the DC sucks, but you can... What can a Master Rogue do? He can stab people so hard they die. (laughs) Stab your face out. Your face falls literally off. (laughs) Like, what can a summoner do? He gets a second Eidolon. That's badass. Holy sh**. No one else can do that. And they haven't been able to do that since level... Since, like, until level 20. A level 20 Master Hunter, you just... You're doing what you've been doing the whole time. You're just doing it better. You're just running while doing you're, you're just running at full speed while sniffing the air for the cheese. <laughs> no, it's what's so stupid, I think, about the whole tracking crap that you're getting for Hunter. Is that... Divination spells exist. That, and you have the scent ability that's in getting better as you level up. Mm-hmm. That you just give to you or your animal companion. Forever! Why am I tracking? Like, I understand that they get it, but uh, it's just so boring. 
So I don't. I, I don't understand why they're getting. It. You literally have scent. Why do I need such good tracking? Well, I mean, if they, I don't know, they have scent cover. Oh, because things use that all the time. That's that's called a that's called a. Hey, if you got a hunter on your team, you better be using it because it's called a jerk GM. <laughs> yeah. Let me counter everything you have. Oh! <laughs> saw, You're oh. scrying. We'll get to a scry protection. <laughs> so, uh, overall, what do we? Do think you have about fire that? spells? Oh, now he's a fire elemental. <laughs> <laughs> Druids can do that! <laughs> That's why they make such good BBEGs! He's a fire cat! <laughs> Hellcat, look out! He's stealth in the sunlight! Here's the deal. When I saw this, I thought, I love the idea of, of, of the, um, the ranger with the hunter, with, the, with his companion. And I love that idea. I'm like, cool. And I'm like, this, this thing, the hunter, would be so much cooler because you know, it focuses on the companion. But I think there's some archetypes you can get for hunter. No, sorry, for, um, for ranger that are almost better. Than just going hunter when it comes to just buffing your 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 animal companion. I, I disagree. I think hunter's always going to have the strongest companion because of the teamwork feats, because the animal focus is permanently active on them. I think they're always going to have the strongest. Rangers have good ones, but they're also full BAB, so a lot of their power is diverted to themselves rather than their animal companion. Okay. But Something I, else we look at is the um, animal lord template. Animal lord? Yeah, it's a it's in a bestiary and it gives you like a bunch of. A bunch of you can have a bunch of companions. True, and I think you know the hunter has their own archetypes that we'll get into for extra credit. That um, might <laughs> you guys see that? That's a, that's a perfect theme of the whole academy thing. Yeah, it's you like get, a thing we it. do. You guys get it? We should grade people too. Do you get it? <laughs> but are you feeling? Well, it now, how do you Mr. feel about hunter overall? Overall, pretty good. I like him up to level eight. Though we said like he gets all he loses interesting things after level eight. He doesn't lose power, but he loses interesting things. Yeah, after you really level got nothing eight. to look forward to. So he'd be a good eight. guy to play up to like a campaign that you know is going to end at level ten, or a pre-made that you know is going to end at level ten. I I like the hunter. I think they're very strong. I think it's a strong class. My problem is that flavor-wise, I can't really do anything with the hunter that I couldn't do with the druid, and that I couldn't already do with the ranger. The hunter doesn't really open up any new possibilities. I can be better at having an animal companion, but, you know, that I could already have strong animal companions with one or the other class. You're, you're also a bit boring. When you're the, when you're the stinking I always, uh, ranger, you have all these cool things you can do with your bow or you know, your sword. You have all these cool different, like, I don't, they're not called tricks. What are they called? Feats? No, there's, like, things you get for the ranger special. Favorite enemy? Favorite enemy, favorite terrain, but you also get, like, whatever. You get cool things. Yeah, you get the favorite enemy, favorite terrain. You can do cool things. Here, I feel like... Your animal companion, you can do, like, you get teamwork feats, that's cool. Yeah, all, and, your, and your basic stats buff up, but I feel like you're not getting a lot of interesting things to do. Yeah, a lo- all of their abilities, except for the bonus teamwork feats you get, are strictly passive abilities. It's right. not something you activate. In, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you just get this passive bonus to your strength or constitution or dex. You get this passive skill bonus. You get this passive... Everything's very passive with the hunter, so you're kind of just sitting back, and the only active thing you really do is cast your spells. And they do have six level spell casting, so that's not terrible. But I don't know. I just my main complaint is that it just doesn't stray far enough from druid or ranger to really carve out its own place as a class. Yeah, the question is why did they make this? And the idea was they wanted to make a cool companion, one that had a companion focus. I'll say they at least they accomplished that. But like your companion, like you said, everything's passive. You're not giving your companion activated abilities. Yeah, they can't do like a standard action your companion mice can lift up your chair and throw it at your enemies. Like, Right. That's all I want. That's all I ask for. Is that... Is, am I asking for too much, Christian? No, no. And maybe I'm just... I, when I first heard about Hunter and that they had animal companions, what I really wanted was just person with a pet that kicks ass. 
which they kind of achieve, but I just feel like the spell casting is out of place. I really wish it was just a dude with a pet that kicks ass, and that was Instead it. spell casting gives some other cool, interesting, activatable abilities. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they 100% should have done that. They're, this is obviously a good idea. But, I, again, I just feel like they didn't stray. Nothing is possible with the hunter that wasn't already possible. Mm-hmm. You can do the archetype of animal and person better, but it really ultimately, I feel, ends up feeling the same as druid or ranger. And you, I'd have trouble telling them apart if you gave me their character sheet and, like, you know, just blanked out some of the names of the abilities. I'd be like, it's a druid, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I do want to say I love the Iconic. I think the Iconic looks awesome. This girl with the red hair and she's got this cool wolf. 10 mm. out of 10, love the Iconic. What Iconic again. <laughs> well, then that is all. Join us for extra credit when we go over some of the archetypes. And uh, classes dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. Visit our site for other great Pathfinder podcasts. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening.